Yeah, yeah, one sec. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I, um, I got loud sleeping. Hey. Hey. All right, guys, welcome to the uh, Movie Quest podcast. Uh, this is uh, your host, Ant. Uh, I'm here with my good friends, uh, Aaron and Johnny. How are you both doing? Uh, yeah. What? Wait, are we on, are we on podcast? This is this week's podcast. We haven't recorded this week, so I thought, you know, we'd do a bit of an update. Why, yeah, right. why, why didn't we record? How are we all doing? You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> this is a sneak attack. <laughs> yeah, so Johnny, you're not well, yeah, you're not doing well this week. Uh, no, no, I'm starting to pile of issues, but I have been watching a lot more films, so that's... Uh, oh, good. Some, some of the films I'll look forward to in the next episode, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So, I just wanted to do a quick, like, I don't know, like, we're watching Joker on Sunday, aren't we? So, I wanted to do a quick, yeah. like, what are our thoughts about it? How how we think, you know, are we looking forward to it? What is our history with Batman series and that sort of thing? I was just, I was just curious, you know. You know, are you looking forward to it and what do you know about it, this new Joker film? Well, I've literally just finished watching Killing Joke. Oh, right, okay. Um, I don't know what you guys know about that film, but... It's it's based off the like the graphic novel and the animation of it wasn't like that, that great to be honest. Um, I did I didn't enjoy it that much. I really liked the the comic book, but I didn't like the animation. So after seeing that portrayal of the Joker, I'm kind of like, yeah, anything could be better than that. It has some like really good scenes in it, and there's like there's like some bits of animation which is really awesome like it had Mark Hamill as the voice of the Joker mm. there's there were some major flaws like the first half an hour of the film was like Batman and Batwoman like developing their relationship and there's just like unneeded stuff that was in there yeah. which just it wasn't in the comic book whatsoever talking about the Joker like yeah I'm really looking forward to it looks like it's going to be one of like the top films of this year Aaron, what what's the last Batman thing you've watched? I've been I watched a feature Batman trailer for like a fan made feature Batman movie that I think someone wants to make. Do, do you guys know what feature Batman is? That's the that's the cartoon. I mean, I remember seeing it years ago. It's like the cartoon. Probably that's probably a graphic novel or a comic book. But it's like set in yeah set in the in the future. I'm assuming, and it's like high yeah, tech yeah. Batman. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Bruce, like Bruce Wayne's old, and then he's hired like this young guy to to basically become Batman. And like, I I don't know, like I loved that TV program when I was younger. Like I thought it was, it's probably, I mean I don't know because I would probably need to go back and like read or watch everything. But like I think it's probably my favorite version of Batman, mm. at least for like nostalgic reasons. Um. I I also heard that Killing Joke isn't amazing. I've heard the graphic no, novel is like, really good, but I guess I don't know much about the that. The actually. graphic novel, like the film, like I've I've done a little bit of research since I finished watching it like half an hour ago, and basically because they wanted to do like a cinematic release, the Killing Joke section of the film is like forty five minutes. 
Yeah. And yeah. there's like a half hour at the start of it, which is just Batman and that that woman. Uh, and it's like trying, because basically Batwoman gets uh, paralyzed by the Joker in the first sort of third of the killing joke section. And like, if that just happens, like the, the makers are thinking, oh, well, no one's got any connection to Batgirl. Everyone knows who Batman is, uh, but like no one really cares who Batgirl is. So they put, they put in this half an hour section. But it just, it's just like unneeded. Like, mm. I don't think it would have really, like a lot of people say just ignore the first half an hour, but it's just, just so that they could do a cinematic release. They wouldn't get people paying for tickets to come to the cinema to watch a 45 minute film. So yeah, I mean, it's, if you're a massive hardcore Batman fan, then it's worth a watch. But for anyone else, I think maybe just watch, just read the graphic novel. Yeah. Like, you, I think, I think you can read it online or it's, it'll probably be in like, it's quite well known. Yeah. You can pick up in like Waterstones or something like that. I, the last thing I've watched that's like sort of Batman related or DC related, I guess, was I watched that. Batman vs. Superman film. Oh, uh, God. I watched, like, the first, like, 40 minutes of it. I think, I, can't remember, yeah. I think it was... I was possibly on a plane going somewhere. I can't remember. Put it on. Or maybe it was on Netflix or something. I put it on, and I just could not get through it. It was just terrible. It was so bad. So, I'm sort of really happy that this is getting sort of quite a bit of buzz. And it's like, cause I love that mm. world and I love like that sort of, and obviously this is, I guess this isn't necessarily a Batman film. It's like, obviously it's a Joker film. Obviously yeah, it's yeah. still in that world, but I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. If it's going to feel like that. No, I've heard that he's not, he's not, he's not going to be in it. Really? I've heard, I've heard that, I've, I've heard, heard stuff. Yeah. I've heard that he might be, or he might be like hints to him maybe. I don't know. I think that's going to be weird. Cause I, I watched, a scene from the Batman film with uh, Bane in it. Which one was that one? Dark Knight Rising. Rising. Dark Knight Rising. Yeah. But, yeah. It's the, the scene where, like, the FBI investigator is in the plane and there's, like, two people with hoods on and he's trying to get them to, like, talk about something that they've done. And he's, like, yeah. he throws, he's trying to throw them out and then sort of Bane takes over the plane and the plane wings explode. Isn't that, like, the first thing in like, the film? It, I think it's how it how it enters, but it's just like that. Like I know a lot of people didn't like the Bane like weird voice and stuff, but like the music and like the size of it is all just Christopher Nolan, and that's yeah. what you know that you know we, we we've we've spoke about previous Batman films in the past and they've like really fallen flat. And Christopher Nolan's done a really good job of those three films, so it'll be interesting just to see how this director's gonna. I'm coming into this. Originally, I thought it was going to be like an all-time. I was just like so excited. I was like, "Oh, it looks so good. The trailer looks amazing." But then, the closer I'm getting to it, I'm thinking, actually, maybe, maybe it's not going to be that. You know, it's not Chris Nolan. You know, it's not. Maybe it's not going to be that good. I'm still excited to see it, but like, I'm trying to temper my expectation a bit because you know you're going with too high of an expectation. So I'm going to be disappointed in it. But yeah, I was going to say like I want to try because I was like. The things that I would love to talk about and to do with like jokers and stuff, but like, I kind of want to like stay away from them and keep them for the pod. But the one thing, one thing I definitely would, I haven't asked you guys, and I'm quite surprised I haven't, but what do you think about Robert Patterson being 
Batman? Because the dude who was behind it, Ben Affleck was, I mean, I didn't watch any of the films and people can judge me and, you know, people want to like message us and be like, well, you should definitely watch those films because they're good. I'll, no, I'm not watching them. I don't care. Like, they look terrible. People that have watched it have told me they're terrible. You've just told me Batman versus Superman is bad. Like, I don't think he was a good Batman. But uh, Robert Patterson? I, what do you think? I think, I mean, it's hard to say, but from what, I haven't seen him in much, actually, because I, I haven't watched a lot of, like, the big stuff he's been in, obviously. Obviously, he's known for Twilight series, but I know, like, in the last few years, he's been doing a lot more indie films, and a lot more, like, yeah. going... He, he did um, a film called The Rover, which I heard was really good, so I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. An Australian yeah. Uh, film. Uh, yeah, it ended up posing a bit sort of, sort of film, but it's, like, a really sort of gritty, um, smaller storyline, from what I understand. I, I think he's been making some interesting choices, so I, I think he, he definitely can act. So I mean, I don't know. I I'd, I'd I'd just like to see him. I, I mean, it, it wouldn't be my first choice, but I'm not gonna like say it's gonna be terrible. Shit out of the, out of the instead, instead of having two spiky things in his mouth, they'll just have two spiky things on top of his head. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, exactly. Great. He's still still a good show, Anyway, thanks for uh, answering the call, lads. And I'll, uh, I guess we'll uh, reconvene after Joker. We'll chat we will, we will. Chat about him on Sunday. Right, Johnny, hope, no. I hope you feel better soon, mate. Yeah, yeah feel better, Johnny. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't affect us when we see you, please. <laughs> <laughs> right, bye, lads. Yeah, bye, cinema we'll talk about it okay cool <laughs> welcome listeners welcome johnny welcome Ant. this is the continuation of our joker episode so last time you sprung a conversation on Auden. it was just a phone call <laughs> you text us saying what, what was it what, what did i was text? quite serious just like I, I, I need to talk to you guys can you uh, are you free tonight yeah, but it was separately, like, separately. Yeah, it's I was so like, weird. I'm sure answer a wedding. Like, what's happened? Wait, <laughs> like, <laughs> what does he need to speak to us about? Well, yeah, it got you on the phone, didn't it? Were you at the wedding? Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, so this is a couple of days after this, after the phone call. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't have mentioned that. that you... No, yeah, it was at a wedding. It's good. Oh, we're gonna get in trouble. How did you record it? Uh, I got an app on my phone. That's yeah, pretty right, cool. Okay, cool. I've listened back to that audio. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it sounds all right. For what, for what it was. This is much smoother now. Our proper setup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, until one of us mixes it and it goes all wrong. Anyway, that's beside the point. We've seen the Joker. We, we have seen the Joker. Have seen the Joker. Not an hour ago, we were sat in the cinema. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, from watching the trailer, 
And from watching some other films, I feel like I've probably already seen the Joker anyway. Yes. It's very, very uh, inf- influenced by some other films we'll get to later on, but yeah. So before we get into the actual film, let's talk Todd Phillips. I know we've sort of touched on it in the, on the phone call, but what are your experiences with his films? Only really uh, War Dogs, which I quite liked. I liked that film as well. That was um, a good film. Which is about uh, gun smugglers. Uh, it's kind of like a comedy. Um, yeah, kind of. I guess it's probably least like I mean because he did also do like Hangover and stuff, isn't he? Which yeah. is like it's probably on the on the spectrum. It's probably a few more stops down towards like drama and like because mm. it's also based on a real on reality as well, isn't it? it was, yeah, it was true story. story. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, he's also known for Hangover, as Ant said. But I'm not massively familiar with with that work. I don't know if it's. Have you not seen the Hangover? No, no. Really? No, it's not. I don't know, it's just not ever occurred to me to, to That's, watch it. Wow, I'm I'm sure I went to see it in the cinema with one of you two. No, yeah, I don't no. think so. Really? No, I can't I remember can't, when can't it came remember. out. It's What's the hangover about? I don't know, like a bunch of dudes. Stag do, isn't it? Yeah, stag do. It's, it's just like, it's that girl from showcasing his like awkward comedian, comedic, like, I don't know, it's just... Who's in it? Like, oh, there's loads of famous people in it. It's just like Stag Do. There is loads of famous people. Stag Do, lots of yeah. hijinks happens, and Mike Tyson shows up with a lion and stuff. It's just like, it's it's very much like on the nose, but it's still, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. For one of those types of films, yeah, like, like, it's fine. Would you like call it like something like Superbad or something like that? Yeah, like a, uh, American Pie, that that sort of range of films, I would say. It's, yeah, in, right. it's, in, it's, in, it's in that sort of like broad comedy, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it is. I think I, I find it funny when I was younger, but I have re-seen it not recently, but in the last like ten years or whatever. And I don't think I, st- I don't. For me, it doesn't hold up. But I haven't watched it in a long time. But, I feel like it's one of those films, that you sort of right time, right place, with a right group of mates or whatever. It can be yeah. quite good. I think a lot of films could be quite funny if if you've got the right people there. The, the question that springs to my mind is like, okay, so he's done Hangover, he's done War Dogs, like how. Or who has given him the opportunity to do Joker? Because like, is this something that he has poached a film company with, or is this? I would love to know. Yeah. Me too. I would love to know who whose concept this was originally. Yeah. In fact, let's have a look. Who, who's um, right? I mean, his he has wrote it, so it's like him and Scott Silver wrote it. So I mean, they must have had a really good idea for like how to a new sort of sort of take on the Joker. And the Batman sort of like. I just don't story. know if you're like a film executive, just going off his like previous work, being like, "Hmm, yes, I really like a Hangover crossover." I don't into think. Joker. I, I feel like it's probably more. Oh, those films made a lot of money and uh, were sort of well received. So he seems like a like sort of quite yeah. safe pair of hands. I would have thought. Yeah, because if you look at the DC universe today, it's not it's not really in a good position. There's not been a lot of good films since the Nolan series um, of, of note. Um, maybe Wonder Woman is one that people really liked. I actually didn't think it was that good. I haven't seen it. But a lot of people loved it. Um, but yeah, there's just, I don't know. I think the DC universe was based, or the DC people were like, panic button, do, 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 we need something, we need yeah. something to fix yeah. it. What if we do a really edgy Joker film, like an origin story? No one's really doing that at the moment, even though Venom's just come out. But that's not the point. Because that film sucked. I heard some people liked it. I never saw oh, it. Oh, it's bad. Is it? It's bad. It's real, well, real it's funny. bad. We watched this tonight and there's a trailer that came on. Can we just talk about the trailers a little bit? Uh, Zombieland, we can talk about the cinema experience. Zombieland 2. 
trailer. Right? I'm excited about that film. You know what? Right? I like the first one. I thought it was great. The trailer. I've seen it. I've seen a version of this trailer before, and I thought, oh, this looks like a sequel to that film. Yeah, fine. <laughs> this trailer was weird. It was like it. It it mentioned um... <sighs> Bill Murray. Had Bill Murray in it, like, like not oh, in wait, the film. The film was yeah. So that that's one. Yeah, the title had an interview with Bill Murray. Yeah, Is it within like, the trailer. Yeah, within the trailer. It was, it th- was like it was like intercut with the actual like goings on of the, of the film. I think it's in the film. Is it Pretty. okay? I no, it, I don't think so. No, I've heard the Bill Murray's in the film. There's like loads of trailers nowadays where they're like interviewing like the actors, and yeah. the actors are like talking about the films. Nah, it must be. He must be in it because it was so weird. Yeah, he's in the film. I know he's in the film. There's like there. But they were doing like also like uh, this sort of like funny zany comedy. But then they were also like Academy Award winning person. That was a joke though. Is it though? Yeah, it's a joke. It It was like nominee, 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 and then right at the end, like that's why she made like a little quip because she was like, "I got it. I got. I got an award." Didn't get that at all. It's all joking. It. Oh, over my head. Whatever. It's not. It's not taking itself too seriously. And I think it could be quite funny, personally. Yeah. I don't know what I was, there's something I want to talk about a bit, but whatever. Anyway, it was just, it, I didn't like that trailer. <laughs> the ni- ni- 1917 looks pretty good. Yeah. Sam yeah. Mendes. Yeah. Sam Mendes. It looks really like, like pretty cool. I mean, it's what cool. Like, World okay, War, not, World War One was really cool, was it? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I just think it's a cool concept. All right. It's a cool concept. Feel very like it's gonna help a brother out. Very Saving Private Ryan, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's we've not had a Saving Private Ryan for a while. Exactly. Exactly. That's no, no. I no, I agree. Though I said I showed Heather the trailer yesterday. I don't know why I showed her it yesterday, but we we when we watched the trailer and I was like, yeah, I just I'm really I really need like a good Saving Private Ryan comeback. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, just dot about her. That was what popped into my head when you talked about Venom. They also like oh, but the, the director oh, yeah. of Venom, oh, and I was thinking that's not a good thing. Yeah, I was just like, it didn't do that well, did it? I was surprised in the pushing that as being a thing that like, you know people want to go watch this film because of because of Venom. Anyway. But Venom had loads of cuts and stuff anyway. There's like loads of issues with like people not liking it, and then reshoots and things like that. I don't know. It was it should have been almost as heavy as the Joker. Mm. So let's. Well, we should right. That's a nice segue into Joker. The Joker, mm. sorry. Yeah. Let's talk about tone. That's is that a good? It's a hard right. This film is a hard. It's really hard, hard to talk about. Start, like hard there's so much to it. Like there's like so many different facets about the film. Like it's really mm. hard to like. How do we go about talking about this? Okay. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Did there need to be a Joker film before? talking about the film an origins without yeah. Batman did there need to be an origin Joker despite the fact that DC were like hit the panic button let's try and fix our um, cinematic universe like well one thing that was interesting they didn't it didn't advertise it as, at all as DC like the opening credits didn't mention DC once pre- it was just Warner Brothers that was like the, it opened up with the Warner Brothers logo and then it went straight into the like the opening title credits but it, it didn't I don't think it mentioned DC I don't remember seeing it at least. Anyway, I saw it at the end. I can't. Really at the remember. end, it was at the end. Yeah, but, I ca- I but like, I thought that was interesting. They didn't. It wasn't like a sort of standard, sort of comic book style or superhero film or whatever. In that way, where it like makes it very clear and obvious. It was very much just this is a film by Warner Brothers, and that mm. and that's just just goes straight into it. So I thought it was quite an interesting way of opening it up. Um, Johnny, do you I'd, think do you think this film needed to, to exist in? Um, it's an Aaron's question. It's kind of weird because like this Joker is kind of a different Joker than we've seen in most of the previous like live action films. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's kind of like a potential prequel to a film that doesn't exist, but it's a character that most people know. So in some ways, yeah, like in The Dark Knight, I don't think you particularly see where the Joker's origins are from. Like he probably mentions it in some of his speeches and stuff like that. He mentions it. But the whole point of that is like he, he says a different every every time he mentions what his origin was, it was always different, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you can never quite tell what was actually real and what he, what his actual origin was. Yeah. yeah. I'm not uh, well versed enough in the comic books to know if they ever have gone back. I'm assuming they have gone yeah, back have, yeah. and, and, yeah, and told the story. Yeah, they have gone back. And obviously, the whole thing with comic books that they can do it multiple, do it multiple times, yeah. different stories or whatever. But um, I kind of like that about the, the the Nolan Joker was that they were able to just. It didn't really matter because he was just chaos and he just existed. Mm, and he didn't yeah. have to worry about it. Like he didn't have to think about his. It sort of made it creepy that every time he told it, it was different, and he was like yeah. very. Like, it, the way he said it was really earnest, like the mm. way he was telling that story. Whereas, like obviously, this one is very specific. It's, I mean, the whole film is basically his origin story, isn't it? So, so I was recommended by a friend who's like massively into comic books uh, to watch Killing Joke, which I mentioned in the. Uh, bit before this and the the origin of uh the joker in a killing joke is completely different to the origin here it's in a killing joke like he his he's married uh the joker's married to this wife his wife gets killed in a car accident but on the day of when he finds out this news that his wife's been killed he's meant to go out and, like, commit this crime, like, help these two gang uh, members get into, a f- like, a playing card factory. And during that, there's, like, a uh, the police find them and he ends up falling into a big vat of, like, acid. Um, acid. Mm. And then he goes through the vat of acid and comes out and his skin's all, like, really pale. Uh, and then that's sort of his, uh, I guess, his descent into madness that is very like comic booky sort yeah. of like origin story isn't it some yeah. sort of like supernatural element happens yeah and you end up with this so that you know that's really different to to this whole film yeah because um, it's it totally it's completely different isn't it yeah i mean the madness is like comparable i'd mm. say that's the main thing that's um you can see between the two films but the way that the joker comes about in in this film is much more psychological. So you, I mean, like, if you've listened to this, you've probably already watched The Joker, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm ass- yeah. we're going to assume, because I think we're just going to go spoiler yeah. right now, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, like, but, like, the, the I love the I love the premise. Like, I love what the way they came up with how, how, how to make The Joker fit into the real world. Like, how would this character actually have, be, you know, become The Joker? So I love the fact that he's a stand-up comedian, uh, or try or wants to be at least and send that comedian. I love that, like, yeah, that he's a, a, a sort of sort of pathetic clown character who's yeah. not that funny really, yeah. and what kind of thinks he's funny in a weird way. He doesn't really understand what funny is really, or like understand what makes people laugh. Like, he's it's pl- so many times in this film, he says something that people think is a joke, and he doesn't, really, and he goes, oh, he doesn't really understand that like it wasn't a joke, uh, and that they thought it was a joke. But anyway, um, so yeah, like that whole concept and this whole the, the whole like story overarching storyline, I think fitted so well, and they made it f- fit so well with reality. I just mm. I really I really enjoyed it. I, so I, I think, but then again, like there's a bit right at the end. I know, like I don't want to like 
skip too far ahead but like he does say comedy is subjective and in, in, in a way is kind of right like what yeah. he finds funny other people will not find funny because he's the joker and oh, yeah i agree yeah just yeah. just to bring it back like to like my original question like or like the original thing is like i think it's a shame that venom came out even though he's like a goodie slash baddie like i think if you're gonna do the big baddie i think the joker is the right choice because he is the big baddie in the dc universe and also he's like I think because of what you were talking about, like to make it more relevant, he's quite an easy person to sort of use he's, he's real the, world events yeah. to sort of make him this person. He's the least supernatural. Yeah, of all yeah. Bad guys. He's the most like down to earth, I guess, or like most more realistic, you could say. Yeah, and I guess. Well, I mean, for his main characteristics, I suppose, like he's he's quite an influential character. I think that's a, that's what we see in the film. Like, basically, he manages to convince the whole under-trodden community of Gotham to kind of rise up against mm. the rich and powerful people. And that's that's what his power in this film seems to be. Like, through, maybe not him directly, but, like, through his actions and stuff throughout the film. Like, people see that and go, okay, we, let's get involved. How, how did you find the general feel and tone of Gotham? Because we're talking about it now, like I forgot it was Gotham. I thought it was New York, and then someone <laughs> said Gotham, and I was like, "Oh, okay, oh yeah, it's Batman, isn't it?" Yeah, I I knew it was Gotham going into it. Yeah, of course. But it might as well have been New York. Apart from there's a, I mean, there is some like the main like uh, shots you saw of the larger buildings, like the hospitals and stuff, were mm-hmm. very gothic, which is very you know Gotham. Like it has that sort of style to the architecture, but. Most of the time, it's just it was really going for that sort of really grimy, I was like seventies New yeah. York, like mm. just like before it was all cleaned up and before like you could walk down Times Square and everyone's like in the opening shot, he's like spinning his sign on, as a clown on the side of the road, um, and there's like there's like a striptease like uh, thing in the background, yeah, like, sign yeah. advertising striptease, which I think was again was quite popular. Quite a, there's quite a lot of those sort of things happening in seventies New York and stuff. It just reminded me of seventies New York. It reminded me of, uh, of Taxi Driver. Yeah, um, yeah. And a lot of Scorsese films from back then, um, and like King of Comedy and stuff in terms of like the locations and stuff. I think, I think what it reminded me of Wicker's World when he visits New York. Oh, I haven't seen that. Sh- I haven't like, seen that. I've seen bits of that you've shown me before. But yeah. yeah, definitely, because it's just got that whole vibe. The kind of just rubbish strewn everywhere yeah yeah um even even like the the their in-world justification for that rubbish as well was really yeah. clever it's like oh right there's a strike yeah the strike yeah a rubbish strike which we've had I've, you know, I've, 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 there was that in new york when i was there when i was there a few years ago like it was all right when i was there because it snowed loads so all the rubbish got covered up by snow and it didn't smell that much but like they, they happen, that happens all the time which is again like really well really well like thought about how to include it into mm. into reality that, that was mentioned like two or three times and like the massive rats you could see those in the background like particularly of um when bruce's parents mm. uh were killed and like bruce was stood in the alleyway with big rats running behind but do you think that's got any kind of metaphorical um meanings of the rubbish and the rats I'm not sure. Probably yes, because we literally have like watched this, and then now we're talking about it like twenty minutes later. Probably, I definitely need to rewatch this film because there's probably loads of like 
like things hidden in the film that you would like pick up on or whatever. Yeah, but mm. I think I think the, the the film did a really good job of like so because obviously they, it almost felt like Gotham was in like a pressure cooker, mm. and then it showed you all the riots, and then it would do these like weird like excerpts where it would just completely take you away from the main character, and then it would show you just like a, a TV screen, and then would have like a news report, or you know you would look a lot in the background, you would see like newspapers and stuff like the director or, or, and the way it was shot just made me feel. Like I, I've just really felt like claustrophobic. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like I wasn't just watching a film about the Joker; I was watching a film about like Gotham. Yeah, and like yeah. the creation of like so like because obviously for Batman to exist, obviously the Joker needs to happen as well. But like Gotham needs to be at like a point where you know the police don't cut it anymore, the government don't cut it anymore. Batman needs to come and fix it, and it really felt. I I think that the film did a great job of almost pushing you to that point because even even when with all the stuff that happened with the joker that's not even it at breaking point because the joker needs to become like fully the joker yeah. um mm. so it reminds me quite a lot of like stuff like with china at the minute yeah yeah like, that as well, yeah. Uh, i was watching it i was like like there was like some footage last week and it was a lot like it was from like a computer game but it could easily have been from this film as well like you know it's almost like it's a commentary on like modern mm. civilization well, in a way. This is again, this is a thing though, isn't it? Like the film is drawing a lot, a lot, a lot of like um real life stuff. Like mm. real real life events that are happening. I know it's set in the seventies, but you know, with just the government where it's at right now, the divide between the rich and poor that's yeah, kind of always been there. That sort of stuff, yeah. And just just general all of that. Like it just puts it into the film, and it just shows you like, okay, so if you if you take this person who's, you know, psychologically flawed, so to speak, if you take this person and you put them in this situation, this is what's gonna happen. Like they're gonna become this person, mm-hmm. and like one of the things that Heather said to me was like, she she really enjoyed the film. She thought it was really good, um, but she was like the worrying thing, and my only negative thing is that like I could. I could see that inspiring someone to do something radical like that. Yeah. And I know that I've, we've read a lot of reviews about people who have said something similar and that was their biggest issue. And then that's what we should with the, the, the um, question of like, do we need a Joker film? Yeah. I think like, people are worried because of the whole like stuff that happened in Aurora years ago yeah. with, with the um, Dark Knight Rises when that guy went in dressed as the Joker and killed people and stuff like Yeah, it it, it is a worrying thing. I did, you know, it did cross my mind as we were sat there. I was thinking like, you know, occasionally does cross. Since that happened, that that shooting, it does occasionally cross my cross my mind of, of like, oh, I wonder if someone just came in now with a gun and like shooting at people or whatever. And it makes you think because it's a Joker film and that happened particularly with that with that film. It does make you think about that sort of scenario. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and we don't want it. We like we're, again, this podcast. This is not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. But but you know, it could encourage that kind of like to say it won't encourage it is yeah. is is too naive. But it could encourage it. I'm not saying that the film shouldn't exist. I'm saying. It's just if if that's the negative, that's because that's the reality of the world that we yeah. live in. Like it's that's just, it's just sad, isn't it? That, that, yeah. that so people can like get can like want to emulate that sort of thing. Um, but this film could even with that, like that, because that is just the truth. Like even with that, like this film can still be a good film. I think out. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's sort of like it's hard, isn't it? Because you kind of want to take it out of. 
you kind of want to just look, view it as uh, I mean, this, we talked about this before, like probably off the mic, but we kind of just want to view something as a standalone film and not think about what's going on around it at the same time. But then you also kind of have to. So mm. I, I totally understand that that worry though. Um, it, can, it makes complete sense. But I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm probably not like well versed enough to talk about it. How did you find like? joker as a whole not not the film or the character no the character it's the character specific so we've talked a little bit about like how he became the joker and i'm talking more about like his clothes his demeanor like you know the the laughing thing you know just just touch on like i want to touch on like him and then and after that i want to talk about joaquin's portrayal of that it's kind of quite grating i found did you like like you can't love the character for getting into that into that way. Um like his laugh. Like yeah, I'd find that annoying if I was like around oh, someone I, who I loved it. So you, like I, no, I but you, no, but I, you, there's loving the laugh and then there's also like a like, liking to like you what, what like if you're gonna be like time. properly truthful, like I'd I'd be like, Mm Yeah. I'm not Unus- trying to unusual chat. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm not trying to. Th- I'm not thinking of him as like someone in the cinema. I'm thinking of him as the Joker. Like I know as right, a, as, as, in, a as, what, in, as in the character of the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I know, and I'm like, oh, that is a good Joker laugh, or this is such a good, good portrayal of like him. I don't know. Like, so Ant said something before where you were like, you said you loved the first half of the film, and like, yeah. and like, I actually find when he sort of. Became the Joker. When he became the Joker, I was almost like mesmerized by just everything he did. Like the dances, like where he was just in this imaginary world and he just didn't care. Like I, I was very surprised it. that how different he made that character compared to the other character, other Joker characters that have been portrayed. So obviously Jack Nicholson's uh, Joker, yeah. Fledger's Joker, like the difference was missing. Mark Hamilton. Mark Hamilton. Mark Hamilton. Mark Hamilton. Sorry, why did I say Hamilton? Yeah, Mark Hamilton. Well, Sorry. yeah, the cartoon joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was really surprised how Bar-less. different direction he went. He went in, and how like he was able to make it his own. Um, I think his physicality in this. I mean, I oh, get, yeah. we, we'll get on to Jack, uh, Whacking Phoenix, but his, his physicality as a Joker was incredible. Like he felt um, still very real and fragile. Mm-hmm. And obviously, because he's so skinny as well, like you feel he's sort of an odd. He has a very odd walk, even like the way he runs and stuff. Because he was wearing these big shoes at yeah. certain points. Yeah, felt like he was an actual clown running around. But then when he wasn't wearing those, he, he, he looked like a clown. The way he walked, and he, it just his whole demeanor was so. He's he was such a developed and defined character. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I thought like. Just his whole setup, like living with his mum and you know caring for her, like there was quite an intimate scene when he was like washing her and stuff. He kind of made you kind of feel like on side with him mm. a bit, like well, a, bit oh. un- a bit uneasy at the same time. Yeah, you- and and just kind of seeing him like plodding through life and stuff. The bit where where it opens, where he's like doing the sign juggling or where it is and then he gets like beat up by the kids and stuff and yeah he's just like crying on the ground just really sort of feel for him he's just like oh this guy's like not got nugget not got any luck going whatsoever i just i want to pick out something because heather did said something similar in the car not something similar in the car because she said something about feeling sorry for him right you say take care of his mother but he was drugging her 
like he was drugging her. Yeah, he was putting his meds in her food. Was he? Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, and then when what he was, was in, point was that, that happened? so he made the porridge. He put the meds in the porridge, and then she was eating the porridge. Or he oh, made her the that. tray dinner, and he got the pills out. So it signified that he was drugging his mum. And then when she was, are you in, sure? Are you sure? Oh yeah, I'm, sure? I'm positive. Okay, I'm positive. And and then there was the bit where he was in the ambulance. And then they were like, oh, is, does she take any medication? And he was like, no, no, no. And so he, I think he was a he was a pretty bad dude from the start. Like, I think he was always. But like, why would he drug his mum at that point in the film? Because he's the Joker. He's not the Joker at that point. No, but he's like, he's got to start somewhere, doesn't he? Like. I think he was drugging his mum, and then there's all that stuff to do with the, the, the made-up girlfriend and stuff. That was really good. So, yeah, so he obviously meets the girl in the lift, and has that little moment with her, which I'm not even sure actually happened. Um, but, like, it reminded me, I mean, obviously we haven't, man- we haven't really mentioned King yeah, of Comedy. Which is so bad that we, sh- we should have mentioned it. This yeah. whole film, I looked over to Aaron a couple of times, and I was just like, I was trying to give you the... King of, Com- King of Comedy, like, this is so King of, King of, King of Comedy. Okay, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, say it twice um, <laughs> but yeah like I was oh man I I, I loved it because I was like I love that film so I was like loving the references but the whole girlfriend thing it just as it started well I get. I guess what do you think was real do you think her going to the comedy show was real no nope. I guess it wasn't was it because no yeah because she says she says oh is your name's that when he goes into her apartment and she's like oh your name's Arthur, Arthur isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So obviously, yeah. So it was all in his, all in his, yeah, in his yeah. head. And this is like fascinating. And as I was watching it and I was seeing them, the sort of the sort of relationship develop, I was thinking like this just seems too good, too nice to be real. Like yeah, for yeah, his yeah. character, it's, yeah, it's, mm. it didn't fit at all. Um, and which made me think, oh, I wonder if they're doing some sort of because they did that whole segment, didn't they, to sort of yeah, she, to let you know that he has his imag- imagination, that uh, he has his imaginary like ideas and yeah. dreams. Where he was on the sh- on the show and he gets brought yeah, on stage yeah, yeah. and very stuff. Very Rupert Pupkin. It is so Rupert Pupkin. Like it's like basically ripped off exactly the same scene. But I don't. See, I don't think they I mean, ripped off. Well, no, not ripped off, but like okay, paid very, homage very, to. Yes, really, really did. They yeah, obviously yeah, love yeah. that film and yeah. love that character, and we're like, right? How can we get this into a modern? Like, how can we yeah. show this film off in a modern audience? To I, a get, modern audience? I guess like it made so the reveal that she wasn't real. Yeah, was kind of it was like oh right, okay. But then they went. There's a couple of like things which I think if this was a bit more of a smaller movie, they wouldn't have done. But like they really like hammered home. Oh, by the way, she's not real. Just so you know, here's some scenes that you saw before, and then here's some scenes that, of the same shot. Oh right, yeah, she yeah, was not. She's yeah, not there. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, I guess they have to show that for people who haven't watched King of Comedy and might not quite get that whole aspect of it. But it was very on your head, on on the head to that side of things. So it was kind of like, oh, that didn't need to be there. But. Well, he was well. That imagine like all those moments. You know the bit where they're like sort of at the stand after the comedy show, and then she looks at the newspaper and just like, "Good, glad people are like glorifying oh, the yeah. client." That so he was using his imagination to justify his actions. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I feel like you guys were watching something because Heather Heather said like she said um, in some cases she like felt sorry for him, and I I must have been watching a different film because I was like. I, in a lot of ways, I don't feel sorry for this dude because, like, he's just—he's trying to justify his actions. Like, by, I agree. I agree. I think, by doing this, like, I think things. you can just—I think part of it is like you feel bad for him, 
and maybe you feel pity on him a little bit. But it's more like it just gives the character more depth to see why he's. I mean, it's not just why he's like. Obviously, it's that plus all the abuse and all the other stuff that's happening. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so and and and, and, and I definitely do feel sorry yeah. for, for him. And then and 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 the but, bit you know but, the scene on the bus like, and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, um, yeah, that, the scene on the bus is really good actually, where the kids like. Uh, he's making the kid laugh, and then yeah. he starts laughing, and, you, and it introduces that whole concept of like the fact that he can't, he, he he laughs uncontrollably, and he has a little card to explain it. And I was yeah. like, oh wow, that's a really clever way of getting his, the Joker's laughing like in weird points as well. It's yeah, it fitted so well with the, with the sort of reality of the film. And like that, obviously, you know, like I felt bad when the three rich dudes started like picking on him, and then when he got punched in the face. Like there was points where I was like, okay, I do feel sorry for this character, but then I was like, but a it was lot... way, such an overreaction, yeah, like, oh. to just kill people. Like, I mean, I I can totally understand. But do you not think like that character kind of brings it upon himself in some ways? Like, if he decided not to be a clown or a comedian, if he just lived a more simple life. But if if he did, then we wouldn't have the Joker, and that's there needs to be. It needs to be the Joker if it needs if it's going to be a Batman. Mm. Mm. I I yeah. I I wonder if his laugh was real as well because at one point, um, at one point the cop says to him, like, "Oh, is that part of your act? Or is it?" And he's like, "What do you think?" And he walks into the glass wall, which is hilarious. Yeah. Like, but I wonder because because when he became the Joker, his laugh went away. Like in terms of like that sort of uncontrollable laughing. Oh right, yeah. Like him not being able to control his like laugh didn't seem to be there anymore. So I don't know what that was. He, he, like. he was laughing in the car. Yeah, he was laughing, but the uncontrollable like, oh, like in awkward places didn't seem to. Happen. Yeah, yeah, because like but, the whole interview, he wasn't laughing or anything really. Oh yeah, but that's because I think he knew who he was then. Like yeah, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't need to feel. It's that whole Gareth Gates stuttering thing, isn't it? You know, when Gareth Gates stutters when he, <laughs> he talks, but then when he's when he's doing what he wants to do, he's singing. He doesn't. He doesn't have his stutter because he's like. Is he, yeah, he, he is. feels like more, he's more comfortable on, on stage. I, so, Joaquin Phoenix, because he must have invented that laugh. Like, he yeah. must have, like, created, like, he probably chose to lose weight. Like, he chose to be... The laugh was, like, painful. Oh, yeah. Like, it yeah. Like, looked like he was, like, inflicting pain on himself. It, the like bit that. in his, in the, you know, the bit in the apartment, like, when he's, like, on his own. Yeah. I think it... It's not. Is it after he's, he's killed his mum? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, and he's just laughing, and then you can hear the neighbor be like, "Shut up, shut up!" And I'm like, "He looks like he's in pain." Are you, are you in the bit where he's like, you know, he's trying to break out the flipping, uh, the boots? And I'm like, "Oh, dude, like, are you okay? Like, that looks sore." I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, is it, like just the way that he holds himself, he's like arched over, and like his, I don't know what I think there's collarbones they're like yeah. sticking out sticking yeah. out almost yeah. like like really big hunches on each of his shoulders um just let's checking the dance was improv i kind of i it. think it probably i think he probably just developed it himself I like it's, it's it him. seems like it'd be similar to how Heath Ledger were it, i mean i have no idea I, I haven't heard any interviews about this but i would have thought this would be an actor's dream role to be able to play I mean, it must be so intimidating, though, like to who's gone before you. But he just must. I would assume he spent a lot of time just coming up with what he could do, and he and that laugh, it fitted so well with the Joker, but it also yeah. was very different to what like a lot of the Jokers have gone before. It was, I think, it and I'd, I wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't get nominated for anything, but 
I I think he should be nominated for best for the best act, act best actor role because it was incredible. Like he he did, to he me did a really good job. Yeah, he like was the Joker. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I didn't see any of the old Jokers. I didn't. I mean, I, I didn't really see anyone. I didn't really see Wacken Phoenix. Really, I just saw the Joker because it's such a transformation uh, as well. Of course, with, it, with yeah. The yeah, yeah, totally. Weight loss and everything, and the hair. Yeah, and just oh, it was so good. I, I loved. Yeah, I loved this stylistically as well, like this version of the Joker, like the colours that they chose, the way they chose to wear it, like his face. Sort of sad clown. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was absolutely amazing. And like, I think whether it was Joaquin's choice or or the director's choice, mm-hmm. but I loved the nods to the different types of Jokers at the different points. Like there was various ones, like the, the most obvious being the one in the car when he sort of sat on the side with his head on the side like, and he's looking outside the window. Oh, similar to the that night. Yeah, yeah. And I just, Wait, I yeah. thought, like we were saying before, like, I just thought it was really cute. I thought it was a really nice nod. Uh, I just, Joaquin, he smashed it. He just smashed it. Like he did such a good job. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. He was, and even like, like I know, so what did you say? Two thirds of the film was him not really, it was like him being the Joker, but not really the Joker yeah, quite yeah, yeah. yet. And then obviously his transformation came when he, he goes out on the talk show and he's like in full... Full Joker. So can we talk about that whole scene? Because obviously he was rehearsing killing himself. Yeah. And there's the, the twist of he, that he ends up shooting uh, Robert De Niro's character, Murray. Yeah, right Murray. There. Yeah. Like I just didn't see that coming for some reason. I mean, I kind of thought he probably <laughs> Wait, wasn't going to kill himself, but then I thought maybe that, maybe that's just how they're going to finish it. He's just going to uh, kill himself. Okay, and he, yeah, he's just yeah. like... The, the the he's just sort of the the leader of that movement and it just sort of takes off. But yeah, well, that's that's definitely a way that some of the comics have gone. So yeah, mm. I I thought that scene was amazing when he walked in and he did all the little spins and like he kissed the lady and like oh, yeah. her like arms were like out for ages because she was just like, what's going on? <laughs> like I thought that was amazing. I thought the whole thing was just like as mes I was mesmerized by. His version of the Joker, like I was mesmerized. I thought. It was... I feel like he's he's been daydreaming up until that point yeah. about his girlfriend, about everything else, and this is the daydream that's actually come true. Yeah, and that and that's why he's like so so confident. In it's that. amazing how serious he is as well. Oh in that yeah, whole scene. like he's just like he's like a almost like a different person almost. Yeah, he's like, like yeah, he isn't, but obviously, but it just like he's fully become who he wants to be. Yeah, you know? and then like obviously like it he re- like. You know, obviously the whole way through the film, like he talks about how, like, you know, they're starting to see me. They're starting to know who I am, but really they ha- they don't know who he is, and they aren't starting to see him. And then when he's put on the cop car, and then he sort of stands up, and everyone's like glorifying him. He's like, it's almost like, see, I told you, I was right all along. They they were watching me. They they were like, they saw what I did. Can we just like, I just want to talk a little bit about so like physically what he's doing. Yeah, is amazing like just the way he moves his body the dancing oh yes class up he's like the, stairs. the shots and also it sort of goes hand in hand with this, the, the director of photography some of the cinematography in this film was incredible but some of the weird like angles it was like leaning over in certain positions and it was like they were getting these awkward shots of his face from different angles that you wouldn't normally shoot Mostly someone when from. he's like smoking or something yeah yeah, like yeah. Some weird position that he's yeah, in it was fascinating but i think this is a weird comparison to make and it's probably you can't I guess it's hard to compare but the Heath Ledger Batman yeah I was always on edge on every word he spoke yeah and he was always it was every single line of dialogue was just golden it was yeah. just fascinating like, yeah it was yeah. so so good like and how he dealt with all the gangsters and all the bad guys and all that and Batman and like you know the scene where he's, he holds up the um the party and he's like 
he's freaking everyone out and he, you know it was a, a, that the Heath Ledger Joker is amazing yes yeah, probably incredible. probably still the best Joker I mean probably still the best Ar- arguably Joker. the best yeah but I think physically what uh, Jack and Phoenix, uh, Jack and Phoenix does is just it's unreal isn't it like yeah it, I, I, I think the dialogue wasn't quite as good I don't think but what he was doing like with, with his body was just insanely good I, I think when he became the Joker and then, you know when he sort of before he kills Murray like what he's saying is like the first step so the, the Joker the version that he sat right is like the full fully uh, full fledged like Joker and like the dialogue the insanity like the unpredictableness that's like where he's at and like Joaquin's version of him it's just like the bit before that. So like the dialogue, he doesn't, he's not fully realized. I'm not, not saying I, that yeah. he can't do that. I think that. it's I just, just more of a, like the, even the Heath Ledger version is still quite comic booky in some ways. Oh yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like, I would say so. Like extremely like caricatured. Whereas I feel like this is a guy who could exist in real life. It, mm, it could be a scary. person who could have taken over a chat show host or whatever, a chat show and like actually, yeah, be, he's, he's a criminal. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's I mean, like that- a, that's like what we're talking about before, isn't it? Like it just is quite scary. He's quite scary. Yeah, he's quite scary. Um, so you wanted to talk about like visuals and stuff. I mean, I'll I'll I don't go on to it for too long. But all I wanted to say was like I thought, like if you think about Todd Phillips' other films, they were shot fine. But like, like the War Dogs, was, it was all right, whatever. But I don't know who's a cinematographer in this film, but it was beautifully shot. Wasn't like again, even like um, that night was quite like desaturated and quite like uh, dark and gritty and whatever. And this film, as well, you know, it was gritty and was kind of dark in tone, but I think the color wise and like the, some of the close up shots of the characters and stuff were just beautiful. Mm. It felt like almost like a almost like a um, uh, what's the film, Bill Murray, Scott Hansen, Lost in Translation, almost like that sort of like visual like the, the in terms of like some of the shots of, or like a um a it's also trying to spot his mind like it's beautifully shot it felt some of some of the some of the shots like some of the close-ups of um of uh, Wacken phoenix at, at home or on he's on the train and different like it was just really beautifully mm. shot and i just really liked it i was wasn't expecting it to look, look that good to be honest i was i was sort of thinking Probably all the best, all the good-looking stuff is going to be on the, in the trailer, and then the rest of it will be just be fine. But I was really impressed with how it looked. I think one of my favourite shots was just before he was about to go on stage, where he was stood behind the curtain, and he had all the different colours, and he's kind of smoking and dancing and moving around. And it's, I think it's like his silhouette, and there's like a guy there ready to pull the the curtain away for him to to step over to the other side. Like it's quite basic i guess but it, it just looks really nice but besides that i can't there's no other shots that are really jump into mind in my head i don't the, know if there's anything else the bus you know the bit where you yeah, sat the at the back of the bus yeah. and then the camera zooms out and it's like feels like i don't know it just feels like everything's moving but the camera's like not moving or something i don't know it looked really cool it's it's his name is lawrence sure well what else has he done <laughs> He's done um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, War Dogs, Wish I Was Here. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that the, makes the, sense. The, the Big Year, Paul, Hangover, Dude. Wait, The Big Year? I don't know what The Big Year is. It's, it's uh, whatever that is. Uh, that's that's the film, the bird, the birding film that me and Mel watched a few months ago about uh, people trying to see as many birds as they can in a year. <laughs> it got jacked. 
flacking it. It's good. <laughs> he, he's, done, he's done some all right films. I think he just... He, I think maybe him and Todd films, Phillips are a good pair. Yeah, I think also they've probably taken a lot of inspiration off like Taxi Driver. Yeah. And, like, I mean, yeah. A lot of those sort of 70s films, Absolutely. But. I, again, I, I'm kind of a Johnny on that though. Like, there was some standout shots, but then a lot of the times like I wasn't overly impressed with some of the stuff that was oh, happening i can't wait to watch it again to look to look for these there's some beautiful like moments. have you have you seen arrival have you seen arrival yes. like i i I don't know i like i thought the close-up shots of people's faces and like the way that you didn't really see a lot of the background it was mostly what was going on up in their face i thought that that was just more encapsulating to me but then there were some moments like the colors the colors in this film i just thought were un- unreal can we just talk about um the comedy aspect of it. Yeah, before that, just one more thing. I just, I think the city changed colour from the moment he realised that he was the Joker. I thought everyone was brighter, mm, more colourful, more vi- like more vibrant. And that's when I was like, I don't know. Like, I thought that was a quite a, maybe maybe it was just, I did, you know, I, what, it didn't actually happen or maybe it's just me. Hey, so what are you saying the moment that he realised he was Joker? I think it's like... Um, it's that setup. You know, he's dyeing his hair and he's dancing. I mean, I think he really realized, like, because you know, when he he sort of begins to when he kills the three dudes and he does that dance in the toilet. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like the start yeah. of it. But then I think when he's in the bathroom, dyeing his hair, putting the makeup on, like he's like, um, this is me now. This is mm. who I am. And like, I think that the, the the film's brightness is just even the room where he kills the two uh, the dudes, like it's just really bright and like vibrant can we just quickly talk about the comedy aspect yes it? let's do it right i don't again probably go into too much detail on this i guess because we just watched the film but um it it, it is funny it is, is it? It, it it is funny in certain parts is it? there are there is levity definitely um is it yes yeah, that's, that's, that's what i'm saying so like there are moments that are funny and i think are made for laughs but most of the film isn't i think like it's 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 few and far between, but there are some awkward some awkward points which are supposed to be funny, like um, like when he's when he becomes a Joker after he after he leaves the apartment and he kills that guy yeah, and he's going down the stairs and he's got the music playing and then suddenly the cops are up on top of the stairs like and then oh watching him yeah that's like, right actually. that yeah, is yeah, funny yeah, like, that is pretty funny yeah. some, yeah, and, yeah, he's right, like, right, and he right. runs off like a, a funny like sort of like uh, clown guy or whatever in his big in his big shoes like there definitely are moments of of comedy in this film i think when i was watching it i was like like i i, I kept laughing at certain points where i think other people weren't laughing specifically like when he went he was dressed up as an usher for some reason it, it made me laugh really funny because he just looked so out of place and yeah, awkward was, and just funny. ridiculous your um, laugh made me like i was dying I but, was then, like, but then like oh, but then also i Earlier on in the film, the guys who sat behind us were laughing at parts I, th- I, I didn't think were that funny, or I didn't think it was supposed to be funny. I guess that's the whole like comedy subjective. Yeah, thing, it's it? comedy Obviously. subjective. Um, like, it is more like nervous laughter of yeah. being uncomfortable yeah, with like so, his yeah. weird yeah. laugh and stuff like that. Um, I think, yeah, it's probably more, go, more more going for the uncomfortableness, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, just like <laughs> I thought the bit, you know, when he's in the comedy club and he's like writing down notes, and then he's oh, saying yeah. something that's not funny, uh, and then he like the joke he's just like laughs. Points, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Like, <laughs> but I didn't like, I didn't. There were like little moments, I guess, because the the stairs bit, and then this is that bit, you know, right at the end where he's obviously killed the doctor because of blood on his feet, mm. and then they start chasing him around the 
the um, hospital, yeah. yeah, the hospital. Like yeah. there are like little moments where they're played played for laughs or whatever. But even, yeah. but then even oh. things like uh, yeah, I don't know. Very serious. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Why so serious? I said it. Oh, look at that! I in the podcast. I I think the only thing that we need to mention now is just what we thought because we haven't talked about like did you enjoy it <laughs> did you enjoy yeah, the go film on Johnny. I wanna, I actually, cause, did you enjoy uh, it Johnny's been a bit poker face no no I'll, I'll, I'll let you two speak first no no I want to hear Johnny's I think it was a good portrayal of the Joker yeah but did I really enjoy the film mm. it's kind of like the origin story but without much of the kind of aftermath because it's it's focusing on like an evil person and you just see this person's sort of, well this person's sort of rise to evil almost and there's no kind of comeback from it at any point there's, you know you can see how this person's kind of evolved into the way that they are but there isn't any light to it at all and it's kind of just quite on a on a dark note like you kind of just knew where the story was going to go and go i mean obviously you didn't know exactly which plot twist but you just know that this character is going to turn bad and it's going to keep getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you're just sort of waiting for the next thing to happen, really. And I don't know, I was just there just watching it rather than, you know, being taken on a, you know, on a story of, you know, different paths where other characters yeah. came in. Because he's the only real character in it, really. There's other people in it, but he's like the main person. Mm-hmm. It's all revolved around him. It's like 90% of the film is him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Really? It has a very similar structure to King of Comedy, doesn't it? In terms of like, you think about where you end up at the end of that film. Like, he basically does a bad thing on TV. Oh, oh sorry, he kidnaps the, the 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 host and gets on TV, gets arrested at the end, and then ends up being basically becoming famous afterwards because of the of, the, of this like stunt he did. And then it's like, so it ends up being. It's, Looks like it's probably a good ending for that character, even though he's not a good person. He does terrible things. Mm. It's sort of a similar, like sort of arc on this, where it's like there's no there's no good guy to beat beat down the Joker at the end, and there's no like, yeah, there's there's no sort of like yin to the yang. Yeah, I just I'm struggling to think of a film which would be similar to this, where it's just the rise of a of a like a, a bad guy uh, in a film. Where Watson, something maybe where you don't. That's like yeah, a, yeah. a biopic almost. Yeah, it's um, it biopic. And yeah, I just can't think of like a a film where this has been done before. Maybe Taxi Driver, because it's like Taxi Driver. But at least at the end, he saves that girl. Yeah, he does I a good mean, thing. Even though he's a terrible person and does horrible stuff, but he he still like saves someone. Yeah, he redeems it's himself. A little bit of like I don't want to like belittle it, but just imagine like Halloween. And all it was was you just watching Michael Myers going from one like bad thing to another bad. Yeah, thing. I wouldn't enjoy like, it. I wouldn't enjoy it. There, there just doesn't seem to be the, the thing that, that come back. And they're like, is this going to be standalone? Is this going to have like other films that come on for it? Is this going to spark another Batman? My my thought on that is that this is the Joker, but we've seen loads of Jokers and loads of Batman films. And we know what happens in those films. Like it's it's when you go into a Batman film, you know he's going to end up winning in the end. Like, like this, like you know, like just because it's the Joker, you know, like eventually Batman's. You know, you see Bruce Wayne and stuff like as a kid. 
you know what's going to happen eventually. So it, for me, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily need that like to happen in this film. Yeah. It's sort of just like, oh yeah, this is the rise of the bad guy because it's not. If it was a standalone, if Batman didn't exist, it was a standalone film about this guy who goes crazy and becomes a serial. Yeah, it, I agree with it, you. It would I probably, I would say, I agree. Yeah, it's like oh, it doesn't really fit because I know it's within that universe and within. I know what's going to happen eventually, and maybe they will do. I, I would actually be qu- quite curious for them to do a, um, a sequel or whatever, a follow up. But I also sort of feel like, I almost feel like Batman wouldn't be able to exist in the world. That yeah, created for this. it's it's weird, isn't it? Because you, how do you shoot? Do you do a Batman origin story, and then you put the two together, like, because I don't think it would work. I, don't I, I would just work. don't think it would. Yeah, like tonally, like Batman. And the Joker, like Batman is almost like sort of rousing in some ways and Joker is so dark. I just don't think that film where they both are together would particularly work like in this style that the film that, yeah. like, that no, this I, has been made in. I think, yeah, because yeah, like the, the, the Chris Nolan, the, the balance he, he got on the Dark Knight was perfectly met, but it it was still kind of blockbustery and not really based that much. In re- it was rea- more realistic than others and more gritty. But this is like, this could happen. And I don't know if you could have, I don't know what Batman looks like in this universe. That, that, that'd be my, like, I don't know how that would fit in. Mm. I'd be curious to see. Batman that, looks like a nine-year-old boy or whatever. Well, yeah. Well, I just think like, I don't, you don't need it. I don't think you need it. I don't think we need a, Batman film to come after this like this mm. is just a Joker origin story because Joker is the big baddie and he's an interesting character um, and like we already know this by Dark Knight and we already know this about the countless like comic books and games and everything that's sort of come out like but we've always seen it from Batman's perspective and the, I think the computer games do an amazing amazing job of like showing you how important the Joker is to the Batman in the Batman universe and who how important the Joker is to Batman, like and this film is just another addition to that. This is just another addition to the big story about the the good and evil that fight each other in the DC cinematic universe. And I was always seeing it from the perspective of even though you're right, I don't think you could do a Batman film that involves Joaquin Phoenix's version of the Joker or Todd Phillips' version of the, of the Joker. It just wouldn't work. It just it wouldn't work, but. It's all all of this information, like the killing. Sorry, all of these bits of stuff, like the killing joke and all of it. The games, everything's just piled in to have this really just you know to create this huge universe, so this huge body of work about these two people that are quite interesting. Um, uh, a universe that we want to be involved in because we have countless films, we have comics, we have games. You know, there's just everything. Like we obviously want it, and I don't know. I just think it's I think it's cool. Did you enjoy the film? Ah. <sighs> I haven't decided. I haven't decided, you know. I was chatting to Heather. Like Heather Heather really enjoyed it. Sitting on the fence, yeah. I am sitting on the fence, yo. <laughs> like I really am sat on the fence of it. Like, do I need to watch it again? It's just again, I feel like I saw a different film. What do you mean? You, you guys didn't even you guys didn't notice the stuff with the pills and like Don't think that was very prominent though. So I don't I, think it was like they were trying to make a But would that it. would that change your enjoyment of the film though? Mm. Did you enjoy it as a film? Did you enjoy going to the cinema to see that film? I don't. Yeah, don't, not, not about our, our opinions. I, I think. I think it's. I think like. it's a, a. No, it's good that we all talked about it because I was able to sort of see things from a different perspective, and it kind of opened my eyes to some, you know, stuff that I didn't notice or whatever. But I think it's a good film. 
I am quite surprised by the amount of like people that are like, this is the best film I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I'm not saying that they can't feel that way. I'm not. Please don't think that. Think that. I just, I'm like, did I miss something? Is there something that I missed? That I just, I don't know. Like, I, I, Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job, and I loved it when he was the actual Joker. But the bit before that, like. It's just a hard watch. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, guys. That, what do you mean? The, the, the whole first half of the film? Yeah, yeah. It's just... It's hard. I was in a hard watch as in, like, it's heartbreaking in some ways. And then mm. it's also like, well, like, you're messed up. I, I don't know. It's... Is it? Is it really sad? Is it the tone of the film? Like, for me, I feel like it's the tone of the film and kind of, like, it's lack of light in it, which stops me from like thoroughly enjoying it is that not a thing no that's not a thing for me what's the problem i don't know i don't know why i don't know like it just didn't capture me i think the way that i I thought it might i just whereas like heath ledger's version of the joker i was just like whoa this is amazing like this dude is just like he just it's, it's just so such a good version of the joker or Mark Hamill's version of the Joker from the TV series. Like, I loved that as as a kid. And then um, his version of the Joker in the computer games as well. Like I think he did the voice for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I loved those versions of the Joker. And this one, I did enjoy. And I thought Joaquin was really good. But maybe I just didn't want like a Joker origin story. Maybe I just didn't need it. But then again, I did enjoy it. Mm. I know, right? I know. I look forward to it in like three years' time when you tell me it's your favorite one. It could be, could be, it like could how be. like when you watched Dark Knight Rises and you loved it at the time, now you don't like it. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. I came out and I said that ending was stupid. I definitely came out and said that ending was stupid. Like I'll I'll happily admit that I came out thinking Rogue One was like pretty good, and then after like a day or two, I was like, no, there's plot holes all over the place. And what do you think? Uh, I'm just going to be honest and say I really really liked it I thought it was amazing you shouldn't be ashamed of that uh, I feel like I should I feel like you guys have been you shouldn't all... be ashamed of that what's no, what? you got you got to you got I, don't oh, change course, it for me I, we'll never do that Johnny um, I love this film I I loved the first half particularly I thought it was amazing I thought his performance was incredible I loved the way that they they built the story and they, they sort of built in jo- jo- the Joker's character into like the reality. I loved like just like the way they justified the laugh, how they justified, um, how they made this character feel like real. Like it could be real. It could be an actual person. I loved all the callbacks, while Taxi Driver and King of Comedy and stuff. Um, I love. I, I mean, yeah, it's just brilliant. I think the f- a few things let it down for me. I think. It's it could have done with some more interesting characters. I feel like it's just him basically, and there's a couple of side characters that don't really fit. Like the the thing with the girlfriend was interesting, how she was also she wasn't real. That, I really enjoyed that part of the story. For me, is this film is all about Joaquin Phoenix's uh, performance um, and just what he does physically is just incredible, and the fact that he's able to bring something new to it and something he hadn't seen before. It's true. Um, it's just it's true. Like, really good. Like, it's just like wow. Okay, I, 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 like I again, 
I'd seen the trailer and I think the trailer does a really good job of telling you this film, but it might have done it a bit too well because mm. I knew a lot of what the tone it was going for. Mm-hmm, I kind of mm-hmm. knew what was going to happen because I watched the trailer for the film. I thought, oh, it's, it's doing a lot of King of Comedy stuff and then it basically did a lot of... So when I was watching the film, I was waiting for certain things to happen. Um, the story isn't too like convoluted it's quite straightforward if you think yeah, about it um, that's what it needed though and I, I, yeah I mean I quite like I quite like really dark films so like even like the scene where he's killing his mother and stuff I thought it was like really like interesting and impactful like, yeah and the fact like afterwards he was just like oh I feel great about it and it's just <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. just uh, yeah um, maybe that's the release that's when it becomes the Joker isn't it that's I, th- the... I think like I like the the the, the backstory that they did of the whole adoption and that sort of stuff and it worked really well. And I think, but my main probably criticism of it is, I was expecting more from the TV performance thing. Um, oh, okay. From him going up being interviewed, I felt like that was a little flat. I think it's probably because, like I said before, he fledged out as full on Joker. It is just in like captivating and just like you can't take your eyes off him whereas he his portrayal of the joker uh, in you know in his full form was quite not laid back but it wasn't as energetic and like i don't know it wasn't as action-packed i guess it was it was i just expected a bit more from that whole Mm -hmm. sequence Mm -hmm. um and then the end the actual ending where it went was Okay, it, didn't, it, didn't, it wasn't like incredible. It was just like, yeah, it's good. So for me, I much preferred the first half. I'd say is that the, the bit in the insane asylum? Yeah, I just think it was. It just didn't really need to be there. I don't think uh, he probably could have. Just... That was there for the fans. Is that uh, okay? He goes to the insane asylum. It's where he meets Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah. and like he, he he gets. But there wasn't really. He gets locked up, and then and then he gets he gets yeah, free, and it's that's fi- it's fine. But it just felt the public. I don't know. I just didn't. It could have done something a bit better for that. I don't know. I just wasn't loving it. But yeah, like overall film, I thought it was fantastic. Just his performance is amazing, really. That was like, good. and obviously, I really want to go back and rewatch it. There's a couple of things that I want to rewatch it for is I want to read what his jokes were. Oh yeah, I want to read yeah, what yeah, he wrote yeah. down. Couldn't, couldn't like, get, there's yeah. a bit where he's in the comedy in the in the um, uh, comedy club, and like the guy's making jokes, and he's writing jokes about sex are always funny or something like that and I just yeah. thought like yeah. he just doesn't understand the joke at all anyway so I want to go back and rewatch it and like sort of pause it at certain points to read like what he had in his journal and stuff you, but. you know what you know what it's kind of helped with this film watching um, Mindhunter yeah yeah so you know there's like because obviously there's like his little journal mm. and then obviously journals come up in the Mindhunter I was like oh yeah there's oh yeah like they've obviously done their research mm-hmm. they've obviously watched the Mindhunter mm-hmm. um, yeah well listeners if you've got any opinions or if you think we've missed anything please just email us at moviequestpod at gmail.com or follow us on moviequestcast on Instagram we'd be happy to discuss it I'm sure I've missed something I'm sure Lewis is going to message me and be like you said this and that was wrong or one of us has said something, then that's wrong. But, you know, feel free to, to catch us out because, I don't know, we're not geniuses on these subjects, but we just like to talk about it. I feel like I'm going to go back now. I'm going to go on the internet and read some people's reviews about it. And then there'll be like some 
really obvious things that we I hadn't picked up on or something that I'm like, gonna be like oh, I need to uh, watch it. I've got one thing. What? So the Joker is what, like 35? Mm-hmm. Bruce is like nine. <laughs> yeah. So by the time like like Bruce is like what twenty five. Yeah. If he's like young, youngish Batman. Yeah. What so like fifteen years? So it'd be about so, fifty. Yeah, it'd be about fifty. Yeah. I just I, is that what, the age that the Joker's well, meant like, to be? If you think about it, like the origin story of Jack ba- of Batman is always that his parents are shot by the Joker. That was yeah, always yeah. The, that was always um, the, sto- the origin story. I don't know. I, I think they they. They or did they just imply it was a Joker? Maybe. Yeah, it, I think in different um, universes that it's different people. Right. Okay. I think. Yeah. I I thought that as well, but that's why I think Joker's gonna be old. That's why I think the Dark Dark Knight version is probably the best version you're ever gonna get of Batman and and the Joker on screen together, just because like. They don't go back into the backstory of Bruce's parents and the Joker and all that sort of stuff. They don't have to worry about it. They can just, you know, they can just worry about the ages they are and make it work on screen. And I have one other question. Yes. I wasn't 100% clear. So was he the son of, like, the government? No. no. He wasn't the son of the No, government. no, no. So whose son was he? Of He's who? Adopted. Of the who? Of, was of, the Joker the of son Wayne. of... Of um Not Bruce Wayne. The, the, Tom, Tom, Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne, yeah. Bruce Wayne's dad. Yeah. No. No. He wasn't, right, no. okay. Did you hear the guy's reaction behind me? He was like, oh my goodness, or something. No, he it said, is... he said, uh, what was it? <laughs> it's uh, it's said... incredible. What is it? What did he say? I don't know. Was, oh, wow. Oh, goodness. He was like, what the? Or something like uh, yeah. that. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. I thought that was just really funny, because I was just thinking like, no, nah, they're not. They're just putting that in as a surprise. Like, it's not going to be that. It'll be that he was adopted or something. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we went to see it. I'm glad there was like a lot of hype around it. I'm really happy that like Heather came with us and she really enjoyed it because I was really worried that she wasn't going to enjoy it because I thought it might be a bit too dark and a bit too heavy. Um, and and what you know what I I I'm always I, I just 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 to talk about it. I sorry to not to like gush on my my wife, but like. Like for example, when we saw the when we saw Blade Runner, I was really worried that she wasn't gonna like that, and she really likes that. And I I think that's something on my part. I'm bad. She loves great things. She loves, and I always like think, oh no, she might not like it, and I should just understand and be like, you do, you, you like good things. So, thanks. Well, Aaron, she likes you, so she must be. <laughs> she must be excellent flawed taste. in some ways. Yeah. Uh, trust the taste. You know what I'm saying. I think next time, I think next time when we go to the cinema, we should uh, open it up to get some listeners to come come with us. Yeah. Not Star Wars. Okay, Lewis and Mel's mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe my dad. That'd be weird. Well, thank you very much. That this was the music quest. Bye, guys. Ha 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 ha.